Okay, I'm just going to ask um, you to stand because we're going to go back into one of the songs and, uh, and then I'll kind of start speaking out of that song. If you could um, do um, Strength Will Rise. Strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord. We will wait upon the Lord. We will wait upon the Lord. Strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord. We will wait upon the Lord. We will wait upon the Lord. Strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord. We will wait upon the Lord. We will wait upon the Lord. Strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord. We will wait upon the Lord. We will wait upon the Lord. Strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord. We will wait upon the Lord. We will wait upon our God. You reign Yeah. 
lagi You know, when I was asking um, God what I should speak on this week, <clears throat> He kept saying to me, um, I just want you to speak about Jesus. And I kept ignoring that. It was like, I, no, I need a message. I, I need a message to give. And he just kept saying, speak about Jesus, because it's all about him. So that's all we're going to do, is stay in this place. Because it's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. And um, in the beginning of John, you can stand or you can sit, but we are going to stay in this place. And I'm going to keep ask Paul to keep playing and singing behind if you want, but John chapter 1 says in the beginning, before all time was the word Christ and the word was with God and the word was God himself. You see, he was here right at the beginning. I think we sometimes forget that he made the world and he made us. He was present originally with God. All things were made 
and came into existence through him. And without him was not even one thing made that has come into being. This is our Jesus. This is our Jesus. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. Jesus is our life. If we don't have him, we don't have anything. We don't have anything. Because Jesus is our life. We are alive because of him. He holds everything together. The very breath that we take is because of him. And the light shines on in the darkness, for the darkness has never overpowered it, has never put it out or absorbed it or appropriated and is unreceptive to it. You see, if you have experienced darkness, Jesus is the light in your darkness. And when he comes into darkness, it's not dark anymore. It's not dark anymore because he is the light. When you strike a match in a dark room, even that little match dispels darkness. But if you think about Jesus and the darkness that we sometimes experience, when you ask him into that darkness, it just is not dark anymore because he is the light. So there it was, the true light coming into the world, the genuine, perfect, steadfast light that illumines every person. He came into the world, and though the world was made through him, the world was made through him. The world did not recognize him and didn't know him. He came to that which belonged to him, to his own, his domain, his creation, his world. 
And they who were his own did not receive him and did not welcome him. But to as many as did receive and welcome him, he gave the authority, i.e. the power, the privilege, and the right to become the children of God. That is, to those who believe in his name. And what is it to believe in? It's to adhere to him, to trust in him, to rely on him. And the word, Christ, became flesh, human and incarnate, and tabernacled amongst us, lived a while amongst us. And we saw his glory, his honor, and his majesty such glory as an only begotten Son receives from his Father, full of grace and truth. Another way of describing it is when he was here on earth living as a human, His glory oozed out of him. And so when those around him recognized him, what did they get to know? They got to know him, his glory, his character, his nature. He carried the nature of the Father. And that's what they got to know. You know, when somebody gets to know me, they get to know my grimy bits as well as my good bits. But with Jesus, they got to know his glory. There was no evil in him. There was no evil in him. He left everything to come down for us. Absolutely everything. (laughs) He is absolutely amazing. He is the mighty counselor. He is the prince of peace.
picture I had as we were singing worship as he was standing up here. Some of you came forward for peace and strength. And what I saw him doing, it was almost like he was putting out his hand. And and as he did that, it's like these words of peace and strength and healing came out. And scripture talks about um, Christ in us, the hope of glory. You see, if we really understand who he is and that we're in him and he's in us, When we ask for peace, it comes because Jesus is our peace. Scripture says, who is this King of glory? He is the Lord God Almighty. And Jesus is our King of glory. That is powerful. That's power. A king has power. He's not weak. He's not feeble. He has overcome everything for us. He gave his very life to die on the cross for us. Right from the beginning of time. It was all planned for us. When God first created man in his own image, well, what is the image of God? Everything good. Not just a physical being, but a character being. We were created for glory. We were created for honor. We were created for beauty for majesty, for fulfillment. And then as we know, we know the story. It's all, it's all in this book. We know that man went his own way. We know there was deception in the garden, but still man made a choice and went his own way. Jesus. 
And we know that that brought separation between us and the Father. Not because he's mean, (laughs) but because his love is holy. He is holy. His love is holy. And it's not that the Father stands here and says, Oh, you, you know, you're unholy, you're evil. He stands here saying, Come to me, because I'm your loving Father. But there is sin that stands in the way. And in order to come to me, I sent my son to die for you. To tear the veil, to make an opening so you can come. To make you righteous. So that you can come into the presence of my love which is holy and we can be joined as one that's what Jesus did for us he gave up everything he gave up everything he went to the cross He experienced pain. But he also experienced separation from God in a way that I don't think we will ever experience. And he did that for me and you. So when I talk about Jesus, I just want to cry because it is so amazing what he's done for us he is so amazing and you see on the cross he did it all for us There is nothing that we need to strive in. You can't be better or worse. However well you perform or not doesn't make a difference. There is nothing that we can do to come in to a relationship with him except through Jesus. And the beauty of it is, all we need to do is say, Jesus, here I am. And it's just to take his hand. I believe in you. Would you be my friend? 
Would you be my savior? Would you be my healer? Would you be my mighty counselor? Would you be my peace? Would you be my strength? Would you be my joy? It is as easy as this. If you imagine him standing here with his arms open like this and me walking towards him and saying, Jesus, I want to be in you and I want you to be in me. That's what scripture says, Christ in me, the hope of glory. And it is as easy as walking towards him and then walking into him. So that we're fully embraced and surrounded by him. It's not difficult. And once we've made that move or that decision or that choice everything he died on the cross for is ours and is accessible to us see sometimes we come into that relationship and to begin with it's all lovely And then we forget it's all about him. <laughs> and we step out of it. And we decide that we have to strive to be holy. Because I must reach this level of perfection. All we need to do is step back into him. And allow him to come and meet us. To meet our need for healing. Our needs for freedom our need for peace and just to hear him say you're okay and what I created is good and you're good in Genesis it talks about God creating the world and every time he completed something he created, he looked at it and he said, it's good. It's good. That included us. <laughs> he looks at us with the eyes of, it's good. You are made well. I made you well. It's good.
You are a good creation. But you see what happens is the deceiver doesn't like that. comes in to plant all sorts of lies about us. The reality is, is that once we receive Jesus as our saviour, He's covered absolutely every aspect of our lives. And there is actually nothing else that you can do to change the heart of God towards you. He's covered our failures. He's covered our successes. He's covered our, our um, sin. He's covered our unhealedness. He's covered our wrongdoings. He's covered the things that we're shameful about. He's covered the things we're envious or jealous about. He's covered absolutely everything. And when we grasp the enormity of what Jesus did on the cross for us, we receive his grace and it's like the father just looking at us with grace unmerited favor grace this is our Jesus This is our Jesus. So when we sing songs like Strength Will Rise with those that wait upon the Lord, the joy of the Lord is our strength. We don't have to manufacture it. I'm not talking about joy in the Lord. The joy of the Lord is our strength. His joy is our strength. How many of us have been in a situation that has, you know, been fraught and then you just start laughing? Almost, it gets so overwhelming, you start laughing and laughing and laughing hysterically because something's hysterically funny do you know how refreshed you are after that laughter? Life looks different, right? Yeah. Well, that's what the joy of the Lord is like. But sometimes in our life situations, I've been there, we sort of go down this route of Oh, I can't be happy because life is tough. It, it 
doesn't feel right to have joy or if we're hearing about somebody else's situation. But you see, Jesus is our joy. (laughs) Jesus is our light. He's our strength. He's our healing. Some time ago, I, um, in my own life, I hit a crisis point. <clears throat> and, you know, I'd just come out of ministry after 16 years. I didn't know what was going on. The Lord wasn't speaking to me. <laughs> Everybody prophetic that his friends of mine were praying on my behalf and the Lord wasn't speaking to them either kept saying, do you know what the Lord's doing? (laughs) They said, no, we don't. He's not telling us. And the enemy comes with all sorts of dark thoughts of, I'm a failure. I've done something wrong. (laughs) Don't know what I've done, but it must be something wrong. (laughs) It was like I got hidden away. Nobody could see me. Now I know now that that was the Lord's doing something in my life. And I did all the right things. I've had a lot of training. I've ministered to a lot of people. I did all the right things. I forgave, I repented, I did everything I knew how to do. And it didn't change anything as good as those things are and in the end I got to this place of sort of saying to God and the enemy at the same time if you can sort of give me a bit of grace about how you imagine that but really saying to the enemy you know you can be you could be right in all these things that you're saying in my mind that I'm a failure and I've done something wrong. You could be right. You could actually be right. But there is one thing that is non-negotiable for me. And that is, it's for that very reason that Jesus died on the cross for me. And so even though those accusations might be right because the enemy comes as the accuser, see what happens is we try to battle the accusations. (laughs) Please hear me right. I believe in inner healing. I believe in godly beliefs. I believe in truth versus lies. I believe in all of those things. But I had got to a place where none of that was working for me. 
it has had good fruit in my life, but I'd got to the place where it wasn't working. I couldn't battle the accusation anymore. But all I said was, enemy, even for that very fact, Jesus died for me. And so I can then come into my Father's embrace, knowing that he sees me completely clean. Because Jesus took all of that on the cross for me. It is a deep truth, what he did for us. It is a deep truth. It is actually what this is all about. From beginning to end. (laughs) It's all about him. It is all about him. It's all about God's desire for us to be walking with him, enjoying his company, enjoying who he's made us to be. We are his creation and we are on earth to enjoy it. Pressed down, brimming over, full of life, full of laughter. To be a Christian is to be somebody that is carrying the fullness of life. (laughs) And sometimes we try so hard. But it's such a simple truth. Christ crucified for me. That I can enjoy fully, with full joy, the life that he has given me. I know that there are trials and tribulations. I know all of us have things that we deal with. But you see, if we can fully grasp Jesus, he gives us all we need to walk through life, trials, tribulations, with joy, not because we are making it up, but because we begin to grasp this deep, deep truth 
that Jesus is our joy. <laughs> Jesus is our joy. For while the law was given through Moses, grace, unearned, undeserved favor and spiritual blessing and truth came through Jesus Christ. Grace, unearned, undeserved favor and spiritual blessing and truth came through Jesus Christ. We have in Christ every spiritual blessing. From God's perspective, it is non-negotiable. We have it. But I am very aware in each of our own lives that we have to know and learn how to access it and bring it in so that it becomes a truth. And that is your journey with him. Just as it's been my journey with him, it's your journey with him. Dare I say it, it's not even something somebody else can pray over you. It can't be given by another. It's given by him. So what I'd like to do now is if you are here and you have never received Jesus as your savior, because we do need saving. If you have never walked into a relationship with Jesus, then when we go back into worship, I'd like you to come down to the front and come and find me. Okay, but to make it less hard for you, <laughs> if you need healing, if there's anybody here that needs healing or peace or joy, I want you also to come down to the front and somebody will be here to pray with you. And if you just want to have a fresh encounter with Jesus, you can either stay in your seat, come down to the front. We're going to go back into worship. But don't go home without asking him.
See, the Father always gives, gives good gifts. He always gives good gifts. So let's stand. And if you would like um, prayer for healing, if you are aware that you need some peace or some joy, then just come down and the ministry team will pray for you. And if you are one of those people who wants to start a relationship with Jesus, then please just quietly come and find me. Or if you've come with a friend, speak to your friend.